Welcome to Real Money Talks, how to make money, manage money, and invest money. Your Real Money Talks host, Laurel Langmire, gets straight to the point about what it actually takes to make money and build lasting wealth in today's changing economic climate. If you're ready to get the financial results you've always dreamed of, keep listening. Real Money Talks is the right place for you. And now here's your host, Laurel Langmire. This is Laurel, and welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks. We're here podcasting about how to make money, keep money, invest money with a team. And one of my dear friends and team is here, Sean Chuchek. And we're actually in Calgary at his event, the Millionaire Business Experience. So welcome. Thank you very much for having me. So tell the uh, listeners a little bit about you and how magnificent. Like, you're just magnificent. Well, you're very kind. Uh, so I would classify myself more of a serial entrepreneur than anything else. I've had the privilege to work with uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 85 plus 100 individuals, entrepreneurs over the last uh, more years than I care to count, and 43 businesses to date. The idea behind what we do very simply is most people get stuck. Most people want yeah. the business to achieve something. Usually that's freedom, but they don't understand what freedom is. And most people get stuck head down, ass up in their businesses <laughs> working more in their businesses than when they had a job and they don't get to experience the freedom that they were promised. I know. I love that. I love that <laughs> down ass up. That's good. I haven't heard you say that. <laughs> now you do, and uh, you just set up from the stage. So download, delegate, automate. Yes. Brilliant. Let's have a conversation about each of those uh, because there's such power in each of those pieces. There is. And so I don't use them all together to make light of them. The idea behind it very simply is that uh, most entrepreneurs today they, as I said a moment ago, they don't have all the tools in the toolbox and they really need to arm themselves. If you're in construction and you're a framer and you show up on the job site with no tools in your truck, you really have no use. So trying to run a business, operate a business while you're in the space of technician, you're a good plumber, you're a good consultant, whatever that is you, you're good at, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur. So you need to understand that be, to be able to, you need to download whatever it is you know your experience to somebody in order to scale the business. Um, delegate. Most people even start to build a team in an attempt to scale, but they still hang on to this entrepreneur syndrome where one, if it's not done by me, if I don't do everything myself, it's not done right. And even if they have the ability to start a team financially, they don't want to work with them. They don't want to coach them. They get frustrated. They get upset. Yeah. Like, this person's too slow. They're too stupid. They're whatever that is. Yeah. And they push them aside and still now they're paying a salary, but they're still doing most of the work themselves because, hey, I can get it done faster. That happens quicker. a lot, doesn't it? It does. Um, so download, delegate, automate very simply is this. You can't do it all yourself. You need to find technology. In today's day and age, there are a ton of ways for you to automate. Um, as you know from our conversations in the past, um, some of the software programs that we use and what we, we invest monthly into some of our software programs is astronomical. I know you do the same. Yep. But the key behind it is um, when you get an email from me, I'm not sitting at the computer, but it's directed to you. Um, when some of our marketing campaigns were out there doing this stuff, uh, I'm not sitting there. Neither is, are my team members day in and day out. We put it in you know, the, old, uh, the old idea that um, you, can, you can create something and then not have to sleep on it. Yep. Um, I think that's the key for a lot of people. So most entrepreneurs need to understand those three terms, and then they need to implement what they mean in their business and lives as it applies to their business. And where do you find the biggest mistakes are? Uh, you know, I, because there's mistakes in each of those, right? But what are you seeing because you're working so intimately with 
different entrepreneurs? We are, and I don't know if I can quantify just one mistake, but when we talk about downloading our knowledge, most people are horrible coaches, and I know that's a really direct and blunt statement. It's true. Uh, most people <laughs> don't communicate very clearly. Most people uh, may not even have been taught how to communicate very clearly. So in, or, in order to take all this experience, they have a lifetime of knowledge, experience, skills, and education in their head. In order to take that and download, sometimes we have to work with them to be able to communicate that and coach that into their staff and their teams. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one. Um, two, um, delegation is huge. Um, a real leader doesn't say, go do this. They say, let's go do this. And so instead of barking orders, why don't you work with your team to do something together as, as a team on a collaborative basis? This is... Uh, this is not meant for you to bark orders. You're not, you're not, you know, the the, the drill sergeant, mm. right? Um, and then the automation side, of course, everybody yeah. falls down on that almost, almost. Uh, Ninety-eight percent of all small businesses today um, are trying to do everything themselves. I walked into one about two years ago. I shared the story with you maybe a year or so ago, and the gentleman, elderly gentleman, I'm going to say, he's probably mm. uh, early 80s, runs a multi-million-dollar company with a blue ledger, the old style blue you're line kidding. books, no <laughs> accounting software, no anything. So. Um, is he a dinosaur? Yeah, and while not everyone is there, most people don't have clarity around data. How do you make an informed decision on what you're going to do in your business if you don't have data? And I know people say, well, Sean, you're, you're not really the data guy. Well, in our business, in order to make decisions of where we're going to take the company, yeah. um, I can ask one of my team members to hit print. I know exactly where we are, and I think that's a key when it starts coming, coming down to the automation side. Same with marketing. A real marketing initiative yeah. has a minimum of a three-pronged approach. There is software that can help you market. But if you don't have the software, what are you going to do? Are you just going to stand on the street corner and you know hold up a pizza sign? You get you know two for one. Like it's not really going to work for most businesses. Well, and also, don't you find that the automation uh, because it requires technology? If the entrepreneur is not technical, then they have to hire, and they they let hiring people become a block versus knowing that that. I mean, you know the software we're talking about for the most part. I mean, you get one person on that software, and it really could replace three people. But yeah, people have such a block. I agree with you. you know, we, we're very fortunate and blessed. We've got a couple of people on our team who are phenomenal at a lot of the stuff that we use. And I've got a longtime friend local to us here in Calgary who uh, quit his job as a cabinet maker. This guy's a rock star. I mean, he when the G8 Summit uh, met here in Kadanaskis in the Rocky Mountains a few years ago, he's the one that built the table. Like, this guy's really? incredible. Uh, when he builds you know, stuff, it lasts for decades. He quit his job because they hadn't given him a raise in 20 years. And he started a company. He said, Sean, I want you to help me with this. I said, not a problem. To this day, it's been 12 years. She doesn't have any employees. I said, what happens if you cut your arm off? And God forbid, but you know, it can happen. I said, well, what happened? He goes, I don't know. And you see, this is how most people live. So he, he runs a cabinet business making the best, most beautiful cabinets there are um, all over Western Canada, even shipping sometimes out, wow. out east. But he's a solopreneur. Yeah. Is he an entrepreneur? No. Quite frankly, he's a technician because he's good at building boxes and that's it. Well, and people must love him because he doesn't seem to have to do any marketing. No, they love him. All his business comes from referrals, right? But don't you also find that everybody has kind of what I call their cap? Like for him, for example, if he was making eighty to one hundred thousand, that if he can actually do one twenty, one fifty, it's better than the job, and it's enough. It's true. Like, don't you think a lot of people have really low goals? Most people don't set goals. To be clear, most okay, people don't well, understand. That's true. Most, most people don't set a goal. You know, a lot of times. Um, when I speak, as you know, just like yourself, I speak all over. And one of the questions I always ask people is, what do you really want? And the answer I always get is, well, I don't want to go broke and I don't want a divorce and I don't want, I don't want. And I say, well, what are we looking at here? Well, I want to, I, I don't want to, hold on. What are you focused on? Whatever you're focused on, you're going to get more of. So if you're just blindly going through life, you know, the old analogy, if you put a boat in the middle of body water with no captain or crew on board, it's going to go in circles and eventually it'll be derelict on shore somewhere, crash and burn. That's you without having a destination. Yeah. That's true. So how do you help someone get a destination? 
Well, I think you have to be clear and understand what the purpose of goal setting is. I know this sounds simple to a lot of people. They say, well, you know, I've been hearing about goals all my life, Sean. I, I heard all the big guys talk about it for years. Uh, but there's only one reason to set a goal, and that's growth. If you know how to do something, it's not a goal. So most people set goals that are too low. You know, Jim Collins in the book, Good to Great, talks about great, it. big, hairy, audacious yeah. goals. And most people, if you said that in a room like our, even our event here today, they would scare the you-know-what out of people because it forces change. Most people, mm-hmm. they, they wrap their head, heart, and hands around status quo until the pain of, of, of change or of remaining the same as the pain of change. Think about that. It's a sad state of affairs. Most people don't want it. You know, and uh, Dr. Neil Cobain says something interesting. He said that the only people he's found that love change is baby wet diapers. <laughs> right? I've never heard that. That's horrible. That's awesome. It's true, it's though. True. So um, the just the comment you just made about what they don't want. I mean, you know, my whole conversation about money mm-hmm. and most people know what they don't want. That don't want, like I said, don't want to be broke. I don't, right. don't, don't. Um, so what are some tools you can give our listeners to get in a more thoughtful, forward-thinking, goal-setting state. I think that's good. Uh, your, your, goal, yeah, your goal is going to have to be something that, that motivates you, scares you, and inspires you all at the same time. Your goal is going to be have to be something you don't know how to do. And you really you know uh, a good friend of all yours and mine, Bob Proctor, says mm-hmm. jump off the building and grow wings on the way down. And I think it's really important for people to understand if you are going to avoid risk, which is what, um, as a society, we've been taught to do, you're yeah. never going to get there. You are you are going to have to take a risk. I'm not talking about taking your money and putting it on red or black, but you're going to have to invest time, energy, effort, and money. And without doing that, you're done. Without having a very clear destination, clarity on where you're going, without having a focus to the exclusion of all the outside distractions, and we can talk about action all day long, but you mm-hmm. actually have to execute on quantified action steps, those things that are productive. If I go stand in the middle of the freeway and flap my arms like a bird flaps its wings, I'm taking action, but I'm not going to get very far. You have to do something that's actually moving in the direction of your goal. Perfect. So um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Talk to me about the Alberta economy. Everyone is known for a while. It's all down. Um, I know you coach a lot of real estate people. You've got a lot of wealthy clients. Um, So just talk in general about the uh, Canadian economy. It's an interesting one to watch. So as you know, I work all over the United States and Canada primarily and and in Alberta because the price of energy has dropped so dramatically over the last few years. There are a lot of people who are in a rough state of affairs. And this is a really good example of why becoming an entrepreneur is so brilliant. Because right now, if you're an entrepreneur and you decide what you want to generate for income and revenue, you can go out and do that. Um, the people that are suffering right now, is, especially if they're in business for themselves, um, are ones that are very short-sighted. They look down the road and say, hey, change is coming. Change is inevitable. We need to make sure that we plan for this. Um, if you're in real estate right now, this is an opportune time to be looking for deals. There are a ton of deals because there are some folks that unfortunately are in a position where they are uh, financially strapped and looking to either get rid of their homes or maybe um, their pre-foreclosure. Um, be out there, be looking, be engaged, make sure that you have what it takes to, um, to buy. One of the keys to be successful in business, you know this and I know this, mm-hmm. when times are good, put your money away. When times are like they are in currently here in, in Alberta and in some and in a lot of parts of Canada, yeah. now's the time to do it. If you look at some of the things we're doing right now in business, um, we're taking over some major space in downtown Calgary to open a business center and co-working space, an entire floor, 20 plus thousand feet of office space. People are like, are you crazy? Do you know what I can get it for right now? Cheap, cheap, cheap. Blow your mind, right? So in some I cases, might have to partner with you. I'm hoping crazy. my building is co-work space. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a cool concept. See, I, the idea That's is great. people did this three years ago when it was 40, 50, 60 dollars a square foot plus your operating costs. All of a sudden now, you know, most of us, if we know what we're doing, go in for five dollars or less a square foot and sign a long-term lease or sublet, whatever the case may be. Now, the average person didn't think about that. 
right? So it's it's about thinking differently. That's good. I want to do the co-work space with you. It's interesting. So what's your model going to be? Um, well, at the end of the day, I haven't uh, put that on paper yet and okay. we'll release it in time. There's actually be two components to it. One, we actually rent offices to people. Mm-hmm. And then the second component of it is we actually do have a co-working space. So it's about those solopreneurs who want a space outside of their home. Um, and of course, there's a, a massive networking component to this, right? And growing their businesses. Um, and then our office will be there as well. Perfect. I love that. So anything else for our listeners today that you'd like to share? Gems of wisdom. And I know you're going to give a gift to our listeners. I I am going to give a gift. I think one of the important things that most people forget is that um, every every time we set a goal and objective to go there, you're going to encounter challenges. Not all of them are real. That I, mm. the idea, and Bob Proctor calls it a terror barrier. We got this am- amazing idea. We go to do it, and we see this thing that looks like it's ten foot thick, uh, and we can't go through or around or over it. And that's not a reality. It's really tissue paper. Um, the, re- the the harsh reality of business is you are going to encounter challenges. Some are real. Some are perceived. Um, I'm too stubborn to give up. I'll beat my head against a brick wall. I'll always get through even if I'm bloody. Uh, and there are always those little challenges, but it's how you perceive them. Is it a stepping stone or a stumbling block? And that's what you really have to look at. So what I'd love to be able to do is my first uh, book is Change Your Mind, Change Your Results. If your listeners go to freebookfromshawn.com, freebookfromshawn.com. S-H-A-W-N. Yeah, so freebookfromshawn.com and get a free copy of the book. Cool. My gift. Awesome. Appreciate it. Good Thank to be you. with you, and I'm uh, going to be back with you again. You have an extraordinary group. I had a fun time today. Thank you very much. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Laurel's Real Money Talks here at our podcast, so stay tuned for more on our next series. Thank you for joining Laurel for this segment of Real Money Talks, how to make money, manage money, and invest money. To continue this new conversation and to find free resources to support your wealth creation, visit asklaurel.com forward slash podcast gifts. That's A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L dot com forward slash podcast gifts. Thanks for listening and join us again soon. New episodes are released every week.